Have you heard of the morning meetup? The number one community for entrepreneurs? The largest book club in America? Where 600 plus entrepreneurs get on a video call every morning, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern, every morning for the betterment of entrepreneurship. You heard of it, right? Well, click the link in my description and you can try it for $1. Just $1 for one week. And if you don't like it, you can leave. It's fine. But try it. You spent more than that on things you've never used and never will. So take $1 and invest in yourself. Or don't. So like it never it's never that long like ever. Like my hair so yeah, I got you clippers. <laughs> yeah, you got me you got me clippers. You got me um I forget what the the brand are, but they're big red ones with the with the big the big teeth on it, right? The one that your barber uses to cut you down before they uses the tight clippers. You got oh, me. as requested, yes. Yes, I yeah, remember that. On the Amazon wish list, which is very beneficial. Um but you know, we have our times where we just look rough. And, you know, I've been delaying doing episodes of stuff mostly because we you know we had a lot going on you haven't been feeling well and the simple fact that like you just can't always do it and then you'd be like oh well this needs to be perfect and this needs to be perfect and that needs to be perfect it doesn't right like if you want to do something and you have a plan to do something just do it and then prune it and make it better as you go right and a lot can be said for learning on the fly because you don't know what you don't know, especially with something like this, where we're talking back and forth. This is an unknown medium, right? We talk all the time, but we don't, we're not saying half the stuff that we say to each other on this. We're just talking, right? And I think understanding our lane and where we're going to, where we're going to be or where we are, is not going to be, um, it's not going to be a thing that we know what to do until we do it a bunch of times. And it'll get better, and it'll get better, and it'll get better. I've never seen anybody do anything over and over again intentionally and get worse at it. And uh, I don't think we'll be any different. We just got to keep doing it. Um, we won't release everything we do, probably, but we got to keep doing it. You got to get used to being on camera. Uh, I'm sure you're more comfortable now than you were, what, two months ago when you first did it, right? Doesn't mean you're comfortable, comfortable, but... For you and I, who are a little shy, it's easier because we don't actually have to do it in front of an audience, per se. We Definitely. do it, and then we release it, right? And then the audience is whatever the audience is. I think that helps. It helps me, anyway, because, you know, I'm, if, this was, if this was on a stage somewhere with, with a, in a lounge, I'd be having all kinds of issues right now. I'd be sweating. I'd be kind of getting that, that cotton mouth with two F's and uh, I'll be trying to figure out where to go from here. Um, but with this, you can get more comfortable. And I think, you know, I'm not going to say it's easy money, but you know, it's, it, it takes the pressure off of, I got to perform, right? Because if you're perf performative, it's, it's almost like art and you're not, you know, you're not yourself. Right. I mean, maybe you, know, uh, you you can get to your own groove with the performance you do it so many times that you can 
you can kind of freestyle a little bit and that's a, a thing in and of itself within the yeah. limitations of you know that art form is still you know yeah you, you can be kind of performative i feel like you know the audience who's an audience maybe you gotta do a little, a little more performer see what the audience likes eventually you know mm-hmm. the audience comes to you because they like what you're doing and then you kind of come to the audience because you want to entertain them that, <laughs> a little bit given for that and just begging your friends to watch it there's that too but yeah. that but, um, you know that's the investor tip thing where they always tell you, you know, borrow money from your friends. And I was like, what kind of friends yeah. do you have? <laughs> it's not, it's not borrowing money from your mindset, friends. a different mindset that you have to. It's it's got to be, but it's also you got to have those friends that understand that borrowing uh, or, or giving your friend a loan is a gift, right? Because it's so much. I don't know why. I mean, we know why because we take advantage of people, but. It's so much harder to pay back your friend when you borrow from them than it is, you know, Discovery or, or, or Capital One, right? Like you want to and you have the best of intentions, but because you know the person probably won't slit your throat, you know, you're, you're a little less, uh, a little less dominant and, well, I got to make sure he gets his money back. Like, you know, you'll do it with like $20, $500. Yeah, it'll probably take longer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it also depends on uh, if you plan on coming back. <laughs> if you want to keep that line of uh, credit open, then you're going to want to do right by them. Uh, they're going to put it at the top of your priority list. Yeah. To... <clears throat> I feel, I always felt funny about taking money from people, right? Um, this the borrowing thing because I feel ent- entitled, to, not entitled, but indebted to them in a way that I'm like, I got to make sure I do this. I got to do this. And you, you know, kind of like when you when you want to ask your parents for money, and he's like, "Well, I'm just going to be behave until I get this money, and for a short time afterwards, so they don't feel like they fucked up the investment, right?" <laughs> oh, so, yeah, you know I mean, so it's like you have that time where you do that with your friends, but now you feel like you got to walk on eggshells. You can't be yourself because oh, I just bought money from this person, and I owe them, and if I act up, they're going to act act a fool, and I got to pay them back quicker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. That's what goes with it. It is. <laughs> you know, no, you no, got it. Without those sort of uh, social um, incentives to, to act right, you know, a lot of people ain't gonna act right. So, no, you're, you're you're correct. You're you're correct. Um, and then like we just, like I said, we just we take advantage of our friends. We don't mean to do it, right? I think it just kind of we kind of ease into it. And you know, I borrowed from people before and. Sometimes it's years before I paid them back. And it was never was never intentional, but I just never had any spare money, even though I probably bought something I didn't have I didn't need at the time. Because whatever I borrowed put me at square one, which gives you leeway to buy a little stuff, but it didn't ever put you in a place where it was like, Oh, I have enough money left over to pay them back. Because we don't do it like we're saving up for our, for a PlayStation. You know, we're just like, oh, well, let me wait till I have another $500 so I can pay this person back. Not let me save $20 every check so I can pay this person back in a year. We don't do that. <laughs> we don't do that at all. <laughs> we're smarter about investing than we are about paying back our friends' money, right? <laughs> well, that's, that's kind of how I feel about my any debt dial. But <laughs> right. not true, true. <laughs> like, I'm going to pay myself first. I'm going to try to invest for this. You yeah, maybe you'll get yours back in a whole windfall. I mean, I hear that, but at the same time, you know, when it comes, you know, Joe wants his money, right? So, like, we're not exactly ducking the alphabet people, right? Both, 
I'm talking about the IRS. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you. I was uh, no, I was like, no, those, they, no, they, they haven't, they haven't necessarily found me, even though, you know, this podcast is going up now. I may have the ATF in my door soon, but I'm just saying, uh, the IRS, we are pretty good about making sure that we get them whatever we get them first, right? I mean, I have learned my lessons from. You know, I didn't need to be taught that. I didn't need the firsthand lesson. I, I watched and observed. And so, yes, Joe, as you call him, gets his money first. Yeah. I just call him Joe because he's the current president. He wants his money. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> like Charlemagne says, you know, some, some people, sometimes you can uh, you you learn your lesson by watching others. And sometimes you got to learn it the hard way. And in this case, right. I, I chose the, uh, you know, the easier path. But I. I um I did I can the hard way. How hard it is? I, can, I don't get my money up front like that yet. Uh, so, <laughs> so you know, you. when you get that money up front, it's a little bit different, a little bit more temptation uh, to, you know. And I and I, and I understand that, right? Because like I had a I had a situation where I was young and dumb, and you know we were messing around with credit, and acting like credit wasn't important. And, and oh, I'm going to take these student loans and what, you know, I'll be like everybody else. I'm like, I ain't paying that. And then, you know, they just start taking your income tax. Because <laughs> that's what happened to me. It was like three years in a row they took my income tax. Like, oh, no, we're going to get our money. Right. So, oh, we got money to give you? Yeah, thanks. I, I'll take that. Appreciate it. Yeah, pay down your debt a little bit. Good job. Like, that's, <laughs> it's a pat on the back. I remember one year. I filed my taxes. I looked. I was like, ooh, I'm going to get like 3600 I got a letter like two weeks later from the IRS. Like, you have paid $3,600 towards your loan. Good job. Here are other options to continue. And I was like, <laughs> <sighs> that's back when I wasn't smart enough not to expect my tax money. Right? Like, you need, you need to be in a place where your tax money helps you. As opposed to you expecting it. Because as soon as you expect it, it is not coming when you need it. Trust right. me on that. Paychecks are the same way. When you get to like you expect that paycheck on Friday, and maybe there's a there's an error and you get it on a Saturday, that is the worst Friday of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, all That's of a sudden you ain't get all of a sudden you ain't got groceries. All of a sudden you ain't got you ain't got no newspaper. All of a sudden you got you got to figure out how you don't spend gas today, like <laughs> all these hey, things because of one day. <laughs> yeah, well, like the the bank I use now, they do. Everybody advertises. A lot of people advertise this, but it, it usually comes a day before before the, the normal payday cycle. Mm-hmm. You see it in there, and so luckily that's it's a great thing. So if something happens, you like what's going on? Then by the time you can get it correct, hopefully get it corrected on payday. But you know, some places. It can. What you're talking about is real because you have an error on that paycheck. It ain't gonna get corrected for two weeks, right, and maybe two weeks. Uh, At least. After, maybe the next paycheck after that. If it was, was something like, oh, you or your goodness. boss did. Now, if it's the bank, no, oh, yeah. it's whenever, right? Because whenever they feel like let's it. say you're somewhat wealthy, you're only insured up to 250 grand, right? You got. Did, did they up that? Or was it, it used to be a hundred? They up to the two fifty. It's 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 two fifty. I don't know how long it's been two fifty, but I know it's two fifty. Okay. The only thing about that is like, if you got two fifty three, <laughs> and the bank has an error, they only owe you two fifty. <laughs> well, I mean, 
you know, at that point, they want if they want to, they can screw you if they want, but they want to keep your right. money too. Oh, so, yeah, you know. get twisted. But it's like there is more money. Make you happy. More there's more me. money in the <laughs> bank by definition than what can be withdrawn from the bank, right? So, like, if we have, let's say, there's a hundred people that got two hundred fifty grand in there, there is not twenty five million dollars in the bank. <laughs> the math says there is there's not because they use your money too to conduct their own business they are also loan sharks right they're just FDI and FDIC insured loan sharks that's all you know if MGM was uh, FDIC insured I bet you more people had any money there But uh, yeah. something I thought would be right up your alley. I didn't know if you heard the news about the latest Microsoft acquisition. Um, I caught wind of it, but I am not as familiar because all I did was all I saw was, "Ooh, Microsoft buys," and then I didn't click it. So, what, oh, what? you didn't? I did not. Please enlighten me and everyone else. Well, you know, I'm not. I, you know, I'm not into video games as. Uh, Lightly, you know, I gotta switch oh, play some Mario every now and then. I did, but see, but go ahead, please you know what continue. I'm talking about. I do, no, continue, you can continue. align it's Activision, right? Yes. Blizzard, Activision, yes. and the big uh, the, the big dog is Call of Duty, right. and the potentially the potential uh, you know, what's what's the word? Uh, what's what is that? Exclusivity, exclusivity, yes, yes, exclusivity. Yeah, Excuse I like the language. extra I's and T's in there, okay. <laughs> Like the lakes of Minnetonka. All right. I hear you. Yeah. Exclusive. We'll just go with that. So what are your thoughts on that as a uh, all-in Sony guy? I am I am an all-in Sony guy, but I have come to a place with Call of Duty where I do not enjoy it that much anymore. At least not for an extended period of time. It used to be one of those games that I just loved playing. You go all out. And that was in the Modern Warfare fair days, a little bit of Black Ops. But as it's gotten more modern, they started adding things to it and taking things away. I found it hard to get into it for an extended period of time without getting mad at it. Right. It's like, oh, I'm playing the game for three hours. It's like, oh, why didn't he turn as fast as I need him to? Yo, how, why am I reloading like this? Why is this button doing this? And who are these people that are using aim bots and spamming this this room getting 25 and twos every game? So, so have you been long off the campaign? Like, you don't even think about the camp- campaign when it comes to Call of Duty? Well, I do, but uh, a thing you'll know about these games, the multiplayer is what sells. So the campaign right. is not very long, like at all. Okay. The campaign, most of the time, is about four hours, maybe, somewhere in there. So I always wonder how they how they determine these hours. He's like perfect gamers going through <laughs> doing stuff. No, not hours really. always. Not my really. skill level is low. Usually, so when they say four hours, to... it's like it's gonna take me. I'm gonna get twelve hours, twelve to fifteen hours of yeah. enjoyment out of it. No, you so can slow. get enjoyment out of it, but I think that the 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 timing which they use is usually um, cutscenes and ideal gaming. So, right. like if you were not not soaring through the game on a speed run, but Sauntering through and and um, passing all the levels in a in a normal fashion would yield you those times, um, not speed runs. Speed runs, of course, are usually a tenth of the time that that people say stuff. But I know cutscenes is usually figured it factored into that. I got you. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, what do you think about it? Does it make you want to get an Xbox? 
yeah, I'm out the game too far. I'm too, I'm too far removed. I'm too old. Like, I don't know halfway what's going down. Uh, World of Warcraft, I never got into. I know it's a big one they have. Um, I think they got, do they have Crash Bandicoot now? Is that them? Um, Which I, I know Activision we, might yeah. have Crash Bandicoot. I can, um, I can I saw an article on that, so I thought that was uh, interesting. Like, I don't really know what else they have. I'm just not into it enough to know what's, what's hot in the streets and what's... Uh, what they have and well, how big an impact is says the guy who had the Wii first and a Switch and still has a Switch and uses all I mean, its functions. Number one, I was out the game for the Wii until uh, you gave me the Wii as a gift, which is one of the better gifts I've ever received. I appreciate that. And uh, the Switch, it was just on the fly. Like I was in the store, it just came out recently. Everybody was talking about how nobody could find it or there was no, just wasn't available. And there it was. And I was like, gotta do it. So I did it. Yeah. And you have not regretted it, yes? No. But I, I mean, I, don't, I, I just don't have time to play as much as I want to. Or, you know, I'll, like, I haven't played it like real, for real, for real in over a year. So it's been, just haven't mm-hmm. gotten back into it yet. And you had got to a point where you and your wife were playing it too, right? Not a lot, we were, but were you playing like Mario Kart? We started off with Mario Kart. I think she told me she loved Mario Kart, uh, but I think she loved the Wii version of it with the wheel. I think that oh, was yeah, her yeah. version. The wheel, the wheel was like, fun. It was fun. And uh, I don't think she got into this one as much. So, but, I mean, we've been playing some different things. She's got, you know, we do have the virtual uh what's it the meta meta now the oculus She's oh yeah, yeah. That. my yeah. my wife wants an oculus I, I know that's what she wants you remember from playing with her where she almost killed us all um strapped up in that thing uh <laughs> but i know uh because she doesn't she sees me play any game and she's like somewhat interested but I don't, I don't think she really wants to play it like that and she knows me and ps5 are, you know it's like my it's like my baby so she doesn't really mess with that but I know she would love to have an Oculus, and she'd be in her own world. But I got to put her in a padded room because she'll break, she'll break everything. She's very aggressive I mean, in those games. I'm scared for myself. You can sit, you can sit down on the couch in the middle seat, and then you kind of play some, but play a little lightsaber. What's that called? Beat saber. Oh, beat saber. Beat saber's fun. But I, yeah. she's gonna want to dance. She's gonna stand up and be here with it. She's she's here, and you know, and here because you know that thing. You don't know where you're at. Yeah, she's. Mm-mm. Yeah, I need my mother-in-law. Was playing on it a couple of weeks ago, and she was she was really getting into it. <laughs> we had to move, we had to make sure don't go too far. It <laughs> is immersive. I give you that. It, it is definitely immersive. Yeah. So yeah, no, this. Um, but yeah, no. Um, that I mean, it's, it's interesting, but even the exclusivity doesn't last too long, depending on the games. Like a lot of it is your like satellite exclusivity which is not the right term but they'll be there they'll be on the system alone for six months to a year and then it'll be on both systems it happens so, all the time now uh for, forgive me for being out of the loop but i, I was reading and the article i read was talking about that they will most likely leave the multiplayer not just not not what you're talking about. The I know the game has multiplayer aspects and has the campaign aspect, mm-hmm. but I think there's is there a Call of Duty like a general uh, all platform game that they have out that's for free or something like that, or maybe a subscription? You know what I'm talking about? Is, um, is that a thing? I think you're talking about 
season pass maybe no no because season yeah. pass is just dlcs and stuff um yeah i think i'll have to look it up I, I thought there was a different way to play that they were talking about leaving open i know when they kind of like know every time they, they drop a new one and they have like free weekends they usually have multiplayer and i think they've been doing it where it's been cross-platform or at least they've been talking about cross-platform i know those have been free um, okay but I don't know. I don't know the extent of because as far as Call of Duty goes, I'm out of the loop on that. I I tend to play a lot of local Sony titles, and only things that I play that are more mainstream are like Madden and 2K. Besides that, I'm not. You know, I'm playing stuff like God of War. Yeah, I know you love Madden every year. So God of War is on your. What else are you playing? Is that pretty much the you know the um, majority of what you're playing? Or are you into now? Yeah, God of War. That Spider-Man game was really good for PlayStation. Um, there was uh, the Spider-Man game, then Miles Morales Spider-Man game, which was somewhat of a, um, I guess, an interlude because there's a sequel coming out um, that's going to have, I think, Peter and Miles Morales on it and uh, probably Venom. Uh, so that'll be good. So that, that game was really good for PlayStation. Um, luckily, Sony owns Spider-Man, so it's PlayStation exclusive. But um, um, just it just depends on the game. But a lot of I'm getting into a lot of games lately that are a little off. Uh, I played Returnal. I don't know if you're familiar. Uh, basically, the game, you you start as this astronaut who crashes on a planet, and she starts out with, like, no weapons. You're gaining your weapons, and you're killing uh, some aliens. You're going about, but it's designed for you to die and get better at it. It's like a loop. and Old school style, huh? Right. So, <laughs> but the thing is, after you die, you come back, the levels change. And it looks different. Okay. And like the way you grab stuff is different. And that's really cool because it makes you kind of try to figure out how, how to play the game by dying, which is cool. And then there's a game called Death Loop, which kind of does the same thing, but it's a little different. And I kind of put that one down for a second because I got I started getting busy with the podcast. But I'm gonna go back to it. But both of those games are really, really cool and interesting. Um What is the other game I was trying? Oh, um, uh horizon zero dawn that that game is really good um it's a big open world like post-apocalyptic uh humans uh with machines type of thing it's it's really cool um i'm doing a very horrible job of describing how, how the game is but uh anybody who knows horizon zero dawn is a wonderful game and i believe there's a sequel that comes out sometime this year coming as is god of war sequel coming out this, this year um and I think that's about it, unless I will. Let me look at my. So, oh, Final Fantasy Remake. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Because Final Fantasy VII to me was the greatest game ever made. So, when I. Um, when they decided to put that remake on with uh, all the 4Ks and all the upgraded uh, graphics, I've been all over that. So, that, that's been fun and nostalgic. But besides that, a whole lot of Madden, a whole lot of 2K. Um, Taking people's money on Madden whenever I can. You know, anybody else out there, just hit me up, please. Yeah, well, you flash your, flash your, your hand over across the I'm, screen I'm at the it. bottom. I'm on it. Trust me, I'm on it. Are you still in the season right now? Um, yeah, kind of, but I don't, I don't play it as much because I'm trying to produce content. But I've been, um, I'll play like a game a day, basically. Like I'll come home, and when I get off of work, maybe I got about an hour. And I'll, I'll play a game just 
and I just use it as decompression. I can't really get into it the same way it was like, okay, I'm going to practice this play. And I'm going to get really good at this play. So when I see this defense, I can run it. Like, I'm not doing that stuff anymore. Like, I'm just playing. Well, are you in any of your leagues that you, or leagues that you were in? Were they ever like once a week where you have games scheduled just once a week, or were they always kind of? No, fast it was actually gotta... once every couple of days. Is usually how it is. Gotcha. Um, but usually I tend to be in more than one league. So that's usually how I end up playing a game a day. I got you. Um, but no, it's um, the leagues have always been fire. But like, like I said, I just haven't had the time for it lately, and I feel I feel bad because I'm doing a disservice to dudes because. Because they'll be like, oh, we got a game, and I'll just show up, and sometimes I'll play really, really well. Other times I'll play bad because I'm just not into it, and I feel like I'm doing a disservice because I think they're used to me being decently good, and now I'm just kind of hit or miss. And that's just the life I'm living right now. I'm sure if I make any money doing this, I can go back to being mad full-time like like professional football players do. But I don't right, know. right. <laughs> <laughs> Rounders here, huh? Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, man. Are you um? Have you gotten any new games for your uh for your Switch? No, I haven't. Uh, I did, hold on. We did. I did buy a game, but I haven't even played it. <laughs> we we bought a game for my son. Uh, like a we were trying to buy an educational game. I was trying to oh, get Animal Crossing. Play. Okay, yeah, I heard of it. Yeah, it wasn't Animal Crossing, but it was something. <laughs> it was something lame. It didn't. It, I, I don't know if that. I, I might miss that joke, but uh, it was it was something that didn't work out. We spent like twelve bucks on it, and then I think I bought. They had one of those uh, Batman. Uh, what are they called? Telltale. Yeah, Telltale. There you go. Ah, and nice. I remember <laughs> I was watching a. I was watching the, the the Wolf Among Us. I remember I was watching a, it's real eighty five plug. He did a great uh, Telltale Among Us uh, little voiceover skit series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I. I yeah, I got the Batman one. I haven't played it yet, but we were looking on things to buy. The Batman Telltale to... has is uh, critically acclaimed, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, I, I've seen some, I've seen some things on it. I, I, I might even saw some skits with it. Uh, the music it, so it looked pretty cool. But I, I know they break them up. Uh, I can't wait to get on the. We bought some games for the, the VR, uh, the Vader one. I got super the high. Vader again. one, I'm really excited for actually. Yeah, they they break it up and like <laughs> they're like ten dollars a pop. So I assume they're doing it by sections or something like that. Haven't played it yet, but we, we got it. So it was just uh, we're ready, we're ready to go. Ready. I mean, you might as well get Telltale out of the way because you know Battenson will be out in less than a month and a half. Battenson, you know, uh, wait, say, say that again? Yes, Battenson, talking- as in Robert Battenson. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought you were alluded to the movie, but I was like, maybe. Yeah, no, yes. Okay. I'm that's, lame that's right now. Battenson. Okay, that's his yeah, name. Yeah, that's, right. that's what I'm going to call it. You're not going to call him Vengeance? Um, oh. No. That's no. just what his lady calls him. Catwoman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, speaking of that, this gift I got from, uh, is I, I, I've been playing with it. It is. <laughs> it is. It has so many articulations that, like I've never seen. This is one of these high quality toys. I was looking at. I was like, everything moves on this dude. You can put him in all sorts of different shapes. Oh yeah, everything moves. Think, uh, our our okay. buddy for well, that. That sounds grown, brother. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I broke it out. I was like. Hey, I brought my son. I was like, "Here, we're gonna play with this a little bit." Then I started looking at it. I was like, "Nah, this is." Did this you is uh? Nice. Did you yell while playing with it? Like, 
Where's Rachel? You give me any of that? <laughs> <laughs> no, when I was I was this close to like I was like I gotta get him back into it. I gotta get him, you know, I gotta get him on this Batman. He called. I, I broke out the toy. He said superhero. I never heard him say that. <laughs> he, he knew. He saw Batman. He knew that's a superhero. I I, I give him. I'm giving credit to your wife. I don't know why, but I'm giving credit to your wife because something tells me you didn't do it. I mean, I didn't do it, but she didn't do it either. She was like, have you heard him say that before? Where did you learn that? He's <laughs> <laughs> a superhero, so okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, his dad's a superhero. I guess you got to do what you got to do. It's the only way he's going to realize it. I get it. With your um, your Denzel cap there, that's a, that's a superhero type of thing. <laughs> you look like you could be the equalizer. Samuel L. He was the king of the kangaroo. I got to turn around. He was, say, but it was well, a black no, kangaroo, right. and it was turned around. Yes. Yeah, I got. You also don't around. have them, uh, them Coke bottle shades either. Well, you know, it's thirtieth anniversary juice. So I'm gonna have to get it. Is it really? Uh, Is it thirty years? Yeah. Dang. And Friday was like, I think Friday was twenty five the other the other day, like last week. That's probable. I feel like it's around either ninety four to ninety six somewhere in there. So it's close. Ninety six. Yeah. Yeah. Ninety or ninety seven. But yeah, just, no, um, I'm sorry, 97. But yeah, it was it was one of those things that reminded me of, of being elderly now. It's like we're getting to this point now where everything we think about is, yeah, I said it. Everything we think about is nostalgic and oldies. Like that bothers me. Like the, the oldie title for, for like, you know, putting down for the 99 2000, like that, that bothers me. Right? Like, <laughs> That makes that puts me in a place that I don't like to be, right? I was yeah. talking to a friend of mine who is older than us, not not by a lot, but just a little bit, and she was talking about a song being old school. The song came out in 06. I said, "Hey, hey, 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 wait a minute! My heart can't handle this. Okay, I mean, you to take it down a peg or two, all right?" You know, I get around that by that feeling by listening to songs that were made before we were born. So I feel like I, it was old, it's old school to me, and I still feel good right. about it. You know, it was before I was born, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. But kids now, our old school to kids is like Beethoven, and that's <laughs> really present. Like to us, Beethoven was like 300 years ago, and it wasn't actually that long. We just act like it, and then they hear stuff like the Temptations is like, oh my god, that's old. Did they have TV then? And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll tell you what. I like to, this is a, the, the nerdy thing. I, I like to go to YouTube and, like, watch uh, old commercials of, like, the years, like, the early 80s. Mm-hmm. And when it gets to the 90s, it gets, it's a little too curved for me. But I, I just see things. It's like, oh, I didn't know that company was around this time. I didn't know they were doing this. Sometimes he's been doing the same old thing for so long. But it's just it's funny to see the stuff before I I watched a, uh, speaking of the old school, I watched a, a video or uh, a special on, on Rick James. And it was some familiar stuff. I, I'd seen the, the tour bus stuff, so that was it was pretty hilarious. But I went on a, somewhat of a deep dive on his music. You know, I knew the obvious stuff, but I wasn't like, you know, Rick James is not, He's not for kids. My parents were gonna put somebody away for kids. No, no. he's not for play play, as they say, <laughs> all the time. But the music, though, was the man had. It. I went, I went back into like some of the the other stuff. Eh? He was, he was talented. I mean, I he's, he has, he's just got some good stuff, like the off the 
off the single stuff or even the old singles people don't hear don't don't really care about right. and it was just so that's why i felt good about myself going older to me that sort of deep dive and then i could you know i call that oldies i can still feel like that's oldies before my time but um yeah, he's got some yeah. good stuff. But yeah, James, you know, James got some issues. went in, but, but he got some good stuff. He sure did. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like you know, what did that you and I like the uh, uh, what was I listening to? Uh, um, Fool in the Street. That was, those are some. It's like a little disco, a little funk, but he, you could you could tell the influences from him to Prince just by listening to that, right. you know, all that stuff. He was a lot of people like. Half of the '80s, Rick James is responsible for his influence, like like the synthesizer and the way that they put melody to song. Like that's a lot of '80s that you know, drug induced, obviously, but a lot of that that's Rick James all day. Rick James and James Brown, to be honest, yeah, yeah. So you know, I don't like I hadn't heard his stuff before. He, he's still crazy, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if I would advocate for all the youngins to go down that road. But I was, yeah, was I mean, stuff, you stuff. know, we had to learn. We learned at some <laughs> point, right? Like it's not like we say these things like we were angels till we were twenty-one, right? Ever seen a beard so luxurious that you stopped what you were doing, dropped your jaw, and stared in awe at the majestic king who just graced you with their presence? It's fine, we all have. If you're like me, you even want to be that person. And like me, <laughs> you can. Thanks to the House of Classic Cuts Black Mango Beard Kit. House of Classic Cuts is a company dedicated to helping you have the beard of your dreams. They have a wide line of products designed to help you get that person-stopping, jaw-dropping beard. Their beard butter helps you soften hair, stimulate growth, moisturize your skin, and keep your beard healthy. It smells great too, thanks to their signature black mango scent. I love using their beard butter myself because that's really all the hair I got left. The top of my head is uh, a little follically challenged, but the hair on my face has grown to be quite the mane, and I am um, growing a little attached to it. And because of that, I got to make sure I put in the things that take care of it, day in and day out. But they also have a wide range of products for men's skin and hair care. Get yourself a bigger, better beard now by clicking the link in my description and using code HOCC at checkout. That's houseofclassiccuts.com. Promo code HOCC at checkout. Don't worry, you won't be disappointed. The House of Classic Cuts making facial hair all inspiring one beard at a time it's that beard butter baby like there were plenty of things we were exposed to some of them had clouds on cd covers but there were plenty of things that we were exposed to that um you know people probably wouldn't have had their kids looking at or listening to and they definitely wouldn't do it now right like i was what were we 10 or 11 when dog pound came out listen all of that Right, like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't, well, I do. What are we, what are we talking about here? Uh, I didn't listen to that. Almost mm -hmm. um, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, no it, it, it's, it's it's the argument. You know, it's it, it's not like you can like you can't have a good outcome uh, either way. But 
it's just weird. Sometimes like I don't necessarily want to play those odds. <laughs> you know, the, the odds game. That's that's the that's the question. When do you expose people? When? When can they take it? Are they going? I mean, how much influence do you want that to have on people? How much would right. you give it? It's but there's I mean, but also there's only so there's only so much though, right? Because like when we were kids, there was there was no TVMA. That shit, it didn't exist, right? We didn't get car to go to the movies. There was nobody. Nobody stopped you from buying a CD with parental advisory on it, or a tape back then. You just bought it. What it was supposed to. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I'm get your point. Your point is it was less restrictive back then. It was less restrictive. Yes. Yes. Like I beg to differ, man. How you figure? I, all I know is yeah. I went to LP Junction and I bought plenty of copies of E1999 unsolicited and unabated and I know I didn't really have a mustache till I was, I was like 12. So Now the music was different. I, I don't think they started even putting the parental advisory on in, until maybe mid-90s. Early, maybe early 90s. Okay. They even put the stickers on before that. Um, so I, I'll give you that with the music. The music was always pretty much kind of go do what you want. Nobody's really doing that. Look at the movies and stuff. They, you know, well, no, I, I guess no, they had PG and had R, but you can't you, you couldn't get into an R movie supposedly unless you had. You could get into an R movie at a matinee. You could just buy the ticket because no, because like now we we don't think about it, but now like people be at the movies. Well, at least not now with COVID, but in this day and age, people be at the movies even in daytime. We used to go to movies in daytime, and there'd be like five people there. Like people just wouldn't weren't there, and then they were there seven o'clock or later. So I think people didn't care. They're just like, "Oh, well, he's buying a ticket to make this money." (laughs) Didn't care. Okay, but I I think it also kind of depends on what kind of movie you in. I think there are some movies where they knew that people. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Die Hard. (laughs) (laughs) I saw Die Hard two when I was seven, eight, something like that. And I remember just getting dropped off at the movies. I was I was down here, and I was visiting my grandmother, and she dropped me off at the movies. And I was in the movies for the day, but the ticket I, I bought mean, the was to die. Is, why? I'd be trying at that age. I was trying to watch the Land Before Time or something stupid. No. You know, honey, I shot the kids. You like I wasn't like movies. I was, I action movies. What's wrong, what's wrong with action movies? Like you like action movies? There's nothing. I liked it when I was older, but I'm just saying I didn't at that time. That wasn't me, but it probably was. Yeah, you, know, no, you like action kids when you're young, but yeah, but 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 I will give you that too. Like. They kind of would look at you a little bit, but nobody really said anything. But PG thirteen, you didn't get carded at all. Like that just didn't. oh no, nobody I mean, cared because you couldn't you couldn't because not because most kids didn't have an idea thirteen. What are you gonna tell them? You don't look thirteen. Well, <laughs> well they, I don't think they have to. It's just strongly suggested, you know. Right. Uh, the PG parental guidance suggested, and then PG thirteen parental guidance strongly suggested. The R is for restriction that was supposed right. to be restricted unless you had somebody. You know, right. and uh, w- apparently they only did PG thirteen. Was it mid eighties or something? Got that? Like it used something to be like just that. PG and R. Yeah, That's why all those movies we like we look back and are like that was PG. Well, it was either like, is it enough to restrict people from seeing it? Right. No, but it might be yeah, right up to that. It board. was basically <laughs> like blood nudity. That was the only thing that got you up. And it even it had to be a lot of it then. Like, and now they got the censorship. Is like you can have like one f bomb or. You can say S, and that's, and then like we can keep it PJ thirteen. You say it three times, got up the ante. Like what's what's three times in two hours, right? 
Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's still the same rules, though. Like, nobody's restricted. You can't. They're not going to restrict you for PG thirteen, but it's the money thing. Like PG thirteen, it's the soft spot. It's like the teenagers they're too cool to see a PG movie, so you got to add throw one or two so it gets that PG thirteen. But it can't be R because we don't want to restrict our money. You don't have to, you know, deal with any enforcement whether they actually do it or not. Uh, the Batman. It's gonna be PG thirteen. Is it? Yeah, I saw that. Oh, and it looks like it was. It, was, it's, it it's looks so like it's on the line, though, doesn't it? R. And I feel bad for kind of wanting it to be R <laughs> because I'm like I, now I can see it, but I'm like kids. The kids are gonna want to see. It. I wanted to see the original Batman. My parents wouldn't take me just because it was PG thirteen. Now they didn't. I, I mean, that didn't mean I couldn't get in, but they wouldn't take me because they thought it was too much. But I'm saying. Like I want this to be hard, but like if I'm a young Batman fan, right. I'd be upset that I can't go see my Batman movie because I ain't want to understand why someone wanted to deprive me of that. Like I just, you, it's it's gonna have to be the same way that Nolan's was. Like there's probably very little blood. Like the explosions got to look like brutality, but probably very little blood because <laughs> it looks brutal. But it, none yeah. of those trailers have blood in them, right? Well, like, of course, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> So it's, I mean, it's possible. Don't show any blood. Cut away, and then we get away with it. I mean, Dark Knight was masterful when you think about how there was, like, no blood. Like, masterful. Because looking back at it, every time I see it, I'm like, there should have been something somewhere, right? Especially how anarchist Joker was. There should have been something somewhere. If nothing else, when he cut up Michael Jai White's face, that should have been it. That should have been the moment where it's like, okay... Or, that was also one of the weirdest parts of the scene because it was like we didn't show nothing. It's just like implied. I do yeah. that, you die. And like, and okay, but it was like you were... it had that John Williams violin string, masterful, right? <laughs> so you still so you still felt it, right. and the comedy of Heath talking about. And now we're looking for aggressive expansion. Like it's 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 oh, it's fantastic, just fantastic. I'll be watching that again soon, probably. I'm sure, it's classic. Um, I don't know what else I got for you. Um, oh, have you checked out Boba Fett? So I did. We talked about this. Uh, you explained it to me. So I watched like the first 10 to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I basically wanted to see how he got out the pit. Yeah. And uh, I, I watched that. And, but I haven't watched anything on substance. I'm, so I started no, it's okay. it. I, I, I just, just want to know if you even gave it a look. But you, yeah, yeah. but you see what I mean when I say it feels like compared to some of this other stuff, this stuff feels like Star Wars. It doesn't necessarily feel like the movies per se, but it feels like it's in that world. It's yeah, like, it definitely so. feels like it's in that world. Question to you: Do you feel like? I mean, are we too? I guess I don't. Uh, you worry about you worry about oversaturation like too much. Oversaturation with, with this specific the bounty hunters, the Mandalorians or fake Mandalorians, the type of characters is he mm-hmm. ring true to what he, he was before he was he used to be cool and now we're bringing him back, you know? And yeah, now what's he trying to be? Yeah, I mean, I mean, so I, mean I'm I don't know. I mean, I think it's supposed to speak to some some form of growth and progression, but at the same time, his story was never a story that was really fleshed out anyway, right? Like we did well. All him think... in the Clone Wars, and it's like oh. Both has a both has a clone that was babied, right? And then it turns out that he is he is that guy because he I mean he pretty much is Django, right? So 
it's um it's to see that he can still grow to that point of wanting to be have some kind of empire because that's what i took from it or at least a okay. little bit because Django saw that opportunity to be in charge of the clones that were his clones as him having a legacy of some kind. And I don't see this to be any different. Doesn't mean he knows what it is. But you keep looking at him, you're not thinking about it like it's a clone. Which I think is the the thing that has been impressive about it. But do I think it's oversaturating about him? Just no, because... Well, remember, he, I mean, he was cloned, but he wasn't. He's not the same as the stormtroopers, right? Because he got to grow at a normal rate. He going going at a normal rate and was and raised adult, right? as raised as a child, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Because the other thing too was the you know the because they were they were the same rate, I thought, but they were all like on an assembly line basically, and they're eating like cafeteria food, like. Right, right. If I remember correctly, it was like it was like an orphanage, basically. That's <laughs> how they had the clones. Your <laughs> uh, your attack of the clones references have to be one hundred percent accurate, Ronald. Or I'm not coming back to the the podcast. I mean, you could just come back with your accurate references. Give your wife an excuse for you to watch it. I can't even find an excuse to watch it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back I, and I, watch I, uh, I like the, the Jedi. I like the fight scene, though. Back. The fight scene at the end is great. The Clone Wars. I love it. It's it's. it's I, I don't like any of those fight scenes except for you know last one only because there's too much. They're fighting machines and they have the weightless and it's not you know stakes. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, Mason Django, <laughs> and then um, and of course, yeah, uh, oh, you're right, and uh, and then Yoda and um, and Yoda and what's the name? What's his name? Every time uh, I think Duku. of him, Dooku. I, every time I think of Dooku, I, I amalgamize him and Grievous, even though I know they're the same. But they, they serve as the same type of proxy for all three movies, and so I always put them all like in the same part of my head. But the best part of those movies was that was that uh was the Palpatine scheme. Like that was that was more clever than more clever than I expected. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> definitely more clever than I expected. <laughs> Using Mace Windu as that spot was also clever um, because we didn't really know. We knew Mace Window wasn't something that we knew in 4, 5, and 6, but we don't know that he's not a Force Ghost. We don't know that he's not. No, because Mace Window's just introduced, right? We're like, Wait, oh, using him as, as what? What did you say? Using him as a spy? No, just as we didn't know what he was going to be. Oh, That's yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. No, use him as a. Um, as a as a well, I keep saying proxy, but use him as a pivot for uh, the turn. Mace oh, was used yeah, for that. Exactly, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You because you don't you know, know what he's going to be. You don't know how part how big of a part of it's going to be. He feels like one of them sub main characters. You know. Also, he was like the character that gets it. <laughs> he was he was like the, yeah, yeah, the the audience character. If you if you would be so bold, right. The one that sees both sides of it, it's like, ah, this is good and it ain't great either. Like, <laughs> that's how I feel about Mace because right. I thought Sam's acting, and I, I don't know if it was directed like this. It was a personal choice. You know, he probably wanted to be different than everything else he ever done. Didn't want to mess it up, but I hate it. He was like just so wooden, so the dialogue was so stilted. Like he tried. 
I, like even Sam Jackson, I felt like you know Sam Jackson could have colored that up, and he kind of laid back because I think he he was just happy to be there. And he wanted but, to do what George wanted. Like I can't I can't take the character. I wanted to like the character, but it was just I thought he was so supposed good. to be like that though. I know, but I don't know like why. I, he, I, I mean, I think the character's <laughs> painstakingly neutral, and I think that's why he picks up on stuff the way he does. But he lives in a gray area. Nothing's he's, he's not evil or good really. He's just. He's just kind of just, I guess, is the best way to say it. And well, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not espousing his his beliefs or his actions. He seemed, I mean, I don't want to say he, he seemed like he was pretty good as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, no, no I don't mean. Uh, like, I'm just saying. I know you don't like the character. I'm saying. I think that's which is no, what the character no, was supposed to be. The character choices, the stuff the character does, I'm fine with. His way he talked, his dialogue, and like the lack, the the style that they did. I, I didn't. It took me out of it. Like I felt I like, mean, why is he being so? so robotic i don't know i feel like <laughs> i feel like he can't be he can't be bill boy from pulp fiction in that movie you know what i mean like i understand he can't that. that i'm not trying well, to no, say no, I'm saying... that. i think he tried to go way against type and be like play as straight as he possibly could but right the dialogue sucked and we talk like, about this like all the time right it's great it's a great scene like, he, uh, I, can't I doubt i doubt he could ad lib very much you know right, but i'm saying like Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying George doesn't yield too much to ad libbing. Like he's like, I wrote this, is what you say. Right? And I don't think I think when it comes to Sam, he's probably doing more of an overcorrection than anything because most of his characters are so grandiose. And he's gotta fit in George's world because he doesn't look like anybody else has ever been in this thing. So he's like, I'm just gonna do what he wants. Because George is kind of wooden too. So it's like he's I'm just gonna do what I want. And yeah, we're just gonna make this work. I'm <laughs> saying with right, Jackson, right. I mean Star Wars. Not <laughs> promised. You know, he's gonna let me do something. I gotta do something in the second one and the third one, I get to have a fantastic death. It was just yeah, he he, he was good. I, I just right. I felt like he was very wooden. I didn't like the way he talked. <laughs> If it's even a death, there's that. There's that too. Oh, he is the he's the evil one. I'm obviously paraphrasing very badly, but just I wish he had a little more personality in it. Yeah. just a little bit. So. I hate the. I did hate the way he died. If that makes you feel any better, I okay. hated the scream. Was it? Oh, and he went out the window. That was it. <laughs> like I, I felt like I felt like it was literally a printout, and some somebody sent the printout, superimposed it. And they put him here, and he went out the window. That was it. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there was that. I That was cringeworthy to me. But I accept it, because I'm like, Anakin's already cringe. Why don't let this be cringe, too? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Anakin was trying his hardest. I don't know. He just couldn't make it work. And, you know, I, I don't necessarily blame George for him, because it seemed like he uh, he just needed a different actor. I mean, he looked we, terrible. I, I, I think we that. talked about this before. The more I think about it, the more I feel like it works. Okay. It, it gives I me like the, the it gives me the the child celebrity vibe, where yeah, yeah. You, you are you're famous, you're talented, and you're told you're talented from a very infantile state. So you grow up too fast. You're given too much responsibility before you can be a child. And I, I, I think feel that's like and I feel like Hayden played that better than I give him credit for. Because uh, I think he's supposed to be I think he's supposed to be awkward. I do. Now Natalie Portman has another thing. 
But I think he was supposed to be awkward. I agree with that. The only thing I, I don't, I feel like, um, and that's probably what George wanted, but I feel like we wanted him to be likable to make the turn feel better. And it never got that. So that's why people didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, like, but I but I think the turn. A little bit likable. I think the turn was supposed to be tragic, not, you know what I mean? It was supposed to be one of those. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. It was more bad. tragic if we liked the person, if we felt something for him. Not you necessarily. Know, like, think about, think about the turn. You seen Split, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. With uh, James McAvoy and the Split personalities. Yeah, there's three movies, right? There's or three movies, two? but but Split is the second movie. But you don't know it's a sequel to the end of it, right? Yes, I did see that. I read okay, that. Yeah. so you know, in that movie, he's not necessarily likable, but because you know he has a mental health issue, you feel worse and worse as it goes on, right? Mm-hmm. And you feel pity for him. And I think that is the comparison I would give to Anakin because Anakin is just kind of awkward and he's there and he's supposed to grow up. And this is the only thing he knew about love because it's really the only girl he knew. Right. And everything he did was just, oh, 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 I don't I don't really know what to do here. I don't know what to do here. And it was one misgiving after another and another like this establishment or society has failed him over and over again because they're like, oh, well, he's supposed to be a Jedi. He's supposed to get it. And I'm not mad at the motivations. Right. Like George's story process where he thinks it out and tries to give people proper motivations mm-hmm. and put them from A to B and watch the progression. That is, that's, that, that's great. It's always been great. Well, not, I mean, but I, I was, I you know, it was, it was great. I just feel like the execution, and he might have wanted it that way, but like, I feel like the audience wanted, didn't, was like, Okay, we see this, but we want to like this dude, and we're not getting a lot to like him. It's just too, you know, the the stuff that will put us on now, board with him. The only thing I push back on that is I don't know if we wanted to like him. I think we wanted him to be a badass. There you go. Because that's what and he ended up being. See a lot of that. We saw that's what that, he ended up being. And I think that's what we all we got was this sad little kid that thought he lost the love of his life and his children in a. Um, a guy who was borderline pedophile took advantage of him and put him in a robot suit. Right. And was like, let's just harness your power for evil. He's like, well, I don't have anything else. Let me go ahead and do it. Which is just, it's just more tragic. Right. I, mean, I think they tried to do that at the beginning yeah. of the first, the first movie. They tried to make him out to be like, Oh, he's, he's grown now, you know, but yeah, no, we didn't really believe it. We wasn't, that was the, that was the point. It was there like, is nothing I about, see it, but we're not feeling it. There's nothing real. about, my princess lock that makes me think that you're grown, okay? You got to cut that off for $8 for me to think that you're a man now. Until you cut that off, you're not a man, Akeem. You're not. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's just, that was just how I felt about it. It was like, this is awkward and it's tragic. It's just, as far as Lucas is concerned, he was writing Shakespeare. It wasn't Shakespeare. But he was writing Shakespeare, and this was just a tragedy that just kept rolling on itself, on itself. And instead of us getting this guy who was a badass Jedi, even though he was a badass Jedi, as documented, we never saw it. He was also just this this stunted child who knocked this girl up, who just kind of gave in. And now he doesn't have any, any limbs, so this evil alien dude decides 
to put him on a respirator and make him a, a badass in a, in a hood. Have you heard of the morning meetup? The number one community for entrepreneurs? The largest book club in America? Where 600 plus entrepreneurs get on a video call every morning, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern, every morning for the betterment of entrepreneurship. You heard of it, right? Well, click the link in my description and you can try it for $1, just $1 for one week. And if you don't like it, you can leave, it's fine, but try it. You spent more than that on things you've never used and never will. So take $1 and invest in yourself or don't. All yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I, like I right. said, I'm not disputing that. It's all it's great. Right. No, it's like it's like Han Solo, who, not Han Solo, but uh, right. you know, um, oh, yeah. Harrison Ford. He was like, yeah, you can write this stuff. We gotta say, it. you needed somebody who's gonna be like, okay, but I gotta do it like this so that right. I have to get it right. right. And I think I didn't think he had that. And Hayden wasn't up to the task. He was just young. He was he's happy to be there. And right. He wanted to do. He was eager to please. Right. And so. I think Hayden was not at a place where he could expound on the direction he was given. But I also right. don't know how much latitude George gave him either. Well, you know, it's like I, th I think Sam was in the did the same thing. Right? Like, no, no, I, we're agreeing. Yeah. His was different, but Sam was the opposite. He was like he was exalted. You know, he wanted he was happy to be there. This is George. You know, yeah, whatever. But I'm anyway, just happy the, Billy you know, D. Williams was the only black dude. That, that's the only thing that makes me happy. Well, there you go. We can have we can have two tokens. I'm I'm good with it. Staff. Works every time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, man. Just uh I I am hopeful for these Star Wars series. I do not feel like there will be oversaturation because I I like that the what they started with, Mandalorian and, and this, which is still the Mandalorian because it's kind of just an offshoot of Mandalorian. Um that it will set the table enough for us to enjoy the Obi-Wan series without over-expecting for it. Right. And I, I'm looking forward to that. What I really want, what I want is a series based on a Jedi where they have some personalities. You know, I feel like the, the stuff we saw before and now I haven't seen all the Clone Wars stuff and that's probably where hey, you... Doesn't Ahsoka have some personality? Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, I'm talking from a stance of a person who's not a real fan. So let me put that out there because people are going to say, they're going to say you're not a real fan because I haven't read all, I haven't done all the other stuff. I just have a very limited portion. Well, a lot I of us aren't going to do all the other stuff because all the other stuff wasn't canon until now. So that's not, that wouldn't even be fair. Well, I'm saying, what I'm saying now is not going to make sense if somebody's watched like the Clone Wars series and all that other stuff. Yeah. Which I have not. I, I have <laughs> not like, watched right all here. of them either. I've watched about? like two episodes of Rebels and like two episodes of Clone Wars. I know what happens in the Clone Wars, but I haven't watched it. Right? Yeah. But I will. So I'm looking for that live action Jedi stuff where they're real people and hopefully less robotic and less monk-like <laughs> than the prequel season, prequels, you know, kind of show them to be. We get some thinking and we get to see their skills at the highest level. That's what I'm looking forward to. But I do, we'll but to my understanding, there's a certain level of Clone Wars and Rebels that needs to be watched because a lot of this is a continuation of it that's going to be like, okay, so this is what happened and now where do we go from here? 
Like the only thing that's not really continuation of Clone Wars, I think, is the Obi Wan series because, of course, Darth Vader's alive, right? right. So, I think besides that, Ahsoka Tana series is supposed to be after her appearance in Mandalorian. Oh, they're actually doing a series for her. Yep. Is this going to start? Is, uh, is this? Yes. Uh... Yes, it is. It sure is. Okay. Which is, I believe, why she wasn't up for She Hulk. Wait, are we talking about the, the Rosario Dawson? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, she had She-Hulk rumors at first. Um, and then this was like the same time. This was when Mandalorian was gearing to start second season. People didn't know Ahsoka was going to make an appearance. And then she popped in and everybody was like, <sighs> and uh, then all those rumors kind of went away. And then they announced uh, the girl that was playing Jessica Walters. Um, so that'll be interesting. But yeah. That and uh, wait, are you caught up on like all the Marvel stuff? No, you said you watch Spider Man yet? Are we still waiting on this Spider Man thing? Yeah, we're still, we're still waiting on it. I really need to watch Spider Man, I really, I really do because there's things I would like to talk to you about and I cannot, and I refuse to spoil that because the movie is too good to be spoiled. I know I mean, you know about some stuff, spoiled. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I, I know who still, shows up, but I don't know the story, so right, you, you need to see, you still need to see it. Like it's okay. good enough that you need to see it. Like and the second to. time I saw it, nothing felt taken away from me, and nothing felt as expected. Even though I knew some of the stuff that was happening, I didn't feel like, oh well, here's where they do this. Like none of that happened. I was just I'm sitting here like, yeah, it's happening again. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah, I'm just it's out here trying to solve for X, baby. All right, sounds good. Mm-hmm. That's my assignment. I'm on it. All right, I appreciate it. So. Uh, when we when we reconvene in March, um, I'll ask you uh, what you thought about the Spider Man trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Um, Hawkeye was good too. That's a wholesome one. You and your wife might enjoy that. And there was a trailer for Moon Knight that just dropped. So there's all my geekdom for you. Uh, that is yeah. Your I was you know every time these Marvel trailers drop, you know uh, with these random stuff I've never heard of, the people are super geeked about. I, I just I'm just amazed by how much people know about the Marvel. <laughs> you know, the, 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 man, Marvel, like, Marvel was a big deal, man. Like, and not just that, like, I had no idea that, that all the offshoots, everybody knows. Everyone feels like, like, if you don't, I have no idea what Moonlight is. I don't know what that is, but I'm saying, like, I, I feel like I should know because everyone else. Because everybody's like, excitement. But the, the thing about Marvel, Turtles, and- like, what? I got to give them credit. Um, DC is great, but the thing about Marvel was always, it was always a sense of inclusion and progression that they were always striving for, and they always had that like in spades, right? Whenever you thought that, oh, this is the status quo, they were like, oh no, we need a superhero that looks like this. We need a superhero that looks like this. Like we need a female Thor. We need a black Spider-Man. We need a black Captain America because people get too caught up in these ideals and they were on it all the time. I mean, even the things as simple as X-Men being based on civil rights and, you know, Professor X is Martin Luther King, Magneto is Malcolm X and their ideals match almost perfectly. Professor X is trying to figure out why can't everybody just get along? Official better. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. But why can't we all just get along and and Magneto was like, you know what? We don't have to do this because we're superior. They just need to make room for us. And that 
was the basis for almost all of Marvel Comics going forward because they were like, we're going to make sure there's inclusion here. We're going to have we're going to have openly gay characters, going to have openly bisexual characters, openly trans. Like they had all these things before it was cool. Right. And a lot of people thought that it was stuff that's going to get them off the stands, but it didn't happen. And I, I, I think Stan uh, and them need to be uh, commended for that. We, we miss Stan, but, you know, we need to needs to be committed for it because things like that are the stuff that makes things like this possible, right? Sure. Where we feel sure. like we can have a voice and speak on a medium of sorts that we weren't allowed to be on. We weren't even allowed to be featured on those shows that these people were talking on, right? And now we can create those shows if we want like that's it's a it's a big deal. It's a big change, and uh, I think things like that are important. Of course, Marvel Comics is not responsible for all of that. But it, <laughs> Let's clarify. Right. But these <laughs> but these things play a role, right? Inclusion matters, right? Like seeing a black president matters. Like those things those things matter. Um, it it makes it so. You know, we're we're told as as black kids the same as white kids that we can do anything, but we don't believe it because, you know, the actions in the world tell us that we couldn't. Right. And, and furthermore, expand upon that point. If you haven't seen it, you don't believe it, but they don't believe you. Right. Exactly. No, exactly. You know, they, they, no, exactly. And that's why it's so hard for them to accept when it actually happens. Right. Oh, man, we still recording. <laughs> no, no, but this is, this is the right thing to say. Right? I, 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 I yeah, I don't know if I want that one be that, that real out here. But point is, uh, and, and yes, but you, you're right. They don't believe it either. That's that's the point I want to get out. Right. Uh, they don't. And, but it, but it's so true because, like like we always say, people will treat you how you let them. Right. And if you don't believe that you're something, nobody else is going to either. Because for what? Right. If somebody's going to be a door to door salesman and they're selling vacuum cleaners. You either believe they're selling vacuum cleaners or you think they're a scam, right? Like, that's <laughs> it's just that simple. And it goes the same thing with personality or anything you want to be. If you decide that you're going to be something, you got to be it. And you got to be it when somebody asks you if you're if you're it or not. And when people used to tell us that we could be anything and we didn't believe it, the one thing we knew we couldn't be was president. That was the one thing we just knew. I mean, well, if I may be president, yeah, okay. And and what and what did our uh, what did our uncle say? Nigga get shot the first day. <laughs> but but that's what it was because they knew they knew they wouldn't want it to happen as soon as it happened. Oh, we got to put a stop to this, <laughs> right? Like that right, was right. that was the thinking. That was how we were trained. And things like a president happening like that, like comic books showing superheroes with differences. Those are the things that open us to believe that you know what. I can go do something and I can go do something that nobody else has thought of before because that's what makes me unique. And because I can. Right. And, you know, that chant that Obama had of, yes, we can is not to be taken lightly. It's not just like, oh, I can get elected. It was supposed to be more than that. His presidency is supposed to be about hope because we knew the next president after him wasn't going to be black. Right. We knew that was also going to be an overcorrection. <laughs> 
<laughs> and well, it was. Yeah, uh, you may have known. I mean, uh, they went with the kind of double minority. Well, I don't want to say minority, but it, it figuratively, you know, the right. black black male and the white white female. They tried to push it in, and we're very close. Actually, they were but, close, uh, but not close enough. Like, <laughs> like they they tried to get stuff on on him, and you know, all they got was some faith birth certificates. But they was like, you know what? These emails may not mean nothing, but guess what? We're going to use them anyway. Because <laughs> we can't do this twice. Because she was in his cabinet. She probably going to still talk to him. So he's still going to be president. Nope. People are not having that. And there was an overcorrection. Well, I don't know if he was still going to be president. <laughs> I don't and know if she would allow him to but you know, still be but president. You know what I mean? like, like that, but, that's, but that's what people think. When they're disconnected, uh, that's what you think. You just think, oh, you friends of them. Oh, so you gonna think like that? You gonna be like that? What moderate? Because that's what he was. He might have been <laughs> on the Supreme Court. That would have been <laughs> that would that would have been taken. Uh, Can you the imagine greatest, this? You but... could imagine they put Michelle on the Supreme Court. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, there'd be some there'd be some fields burning in the South. I tell you that. <laughs> and in rural Ohio. <laughs> it's just, it's just, well, someone to prove let's put it like that <laughs> oh my goodness oh man I appreciate it brother um, I think that's all we have for this episode of Black with a Dash Up it's getting late and I'm getting more and more George Jefferson so I think we need to call this a day you got anything else for me yeah, rock that Jefferson with pride unlike me hiding with a hat uh, no sir I am but, uh, not man enough talk to you. at least not yet. <laughs> 